At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Detroit CityCast with Dan Leach. Presented by Bet Rivers. What's going on, fine citizens? Happy, terrific Tuesday here on the Detroit CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. It's my birthday week. I turn the ripe young age of 45 on Thursday, and I'll be accepting any kind of presents or even just special messages. You can get me on Twitter. Dan Leach 97.1, or I can't get my address out. That'd be a little silly. But uh, just send, you know, send it to the post office, uh, Dan the Man, CO, heaven, and it'll get here somehow. Uh, or Dan the Dan the Man slash the Squatch, Michigan, it'll get here. But no, it's uh, an honor to celebrate my birthday week with all of you. I'll be in Vegas later in the week for Pearl Jam, EDC Vegas, the Preakness, the PGA. We got a huge week of shows. Well, my PGA Championship preview show on Wednesday, we almost got the job done with Jordan Spieth. Boy, if he did three-jack that putt, those putts on 11, he probably would have been in the playoff. He missed that putt on, what was it, 17 or 16? Uh, had a real a real chance to, or I'm sorry, at 17, had a real chance to birdie that hole, the par three, and then get to the par five. And he obviously, you know, birdied that for the ability to get to the playoff. So uh, we came very close, but I have some very, very, very good feelings about... What's going to happen in the PGA Championship? We've got a lot, of, a lot of different wagers for you, so we'll get into that. Coming up on Wednesday, we've got the NBA Conference Finals. we got round two in the NHL. And, of course, on Friday, I'll have my Preakness preview show. If you didn't listen to this show last year, well, obviously, this show wasn't around last year at this time, but if you didn't watch me on VEASAN, as I was working with VEASAN going back to then, uh, or, or follow my stuff on social media, you missed out. Because la- actually last year I was out for a week doing shows on the Visa Network in Vegas from the Circus uh, Sportsbook and the studio there. 
And I gave out literally every side of the Preakness. I gave you Rob Bauer. And I never, never forget it. I was on the air live as the race was off with my man, Josh Towers, the former Blue Jay and MLB player. And he, I told him before, I told him to take Ron Bauer and he bet him. I gave out the exacto, the trifecta, the superfecta. So the, the previous might be my golden goose. And I'll have some good picks for you coming up later in the week. But a lot to get to today. We're going to preview the Eastern and Western Conference Finals coming up in just a bit here. But let's take a trip first to the Motown betting window. And it's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And it is hockey playoff time, friends. And Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round, and you receive a free $10 bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See the site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at betrivers.com, must be 21, playable in Michigan only, gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. And as we get into the betting window, the Tigers, at this juncture, on May 17th, 2022, are all of a sudden the hottest team in baseball. Can you believe it? There are no teams that have won three games in a row. There's a few, a bunch that have you know tied with two wins in a row. The Tigers have won four in a row, including beating the Rays on the road against Corey Kluber, one of their old nemeses from Cleveland. And Alex Fiedo, just his third start, doesn't get in the win, but pitches very well over five innings. And the Tigers on the power of a namesake of my dad, Harold, Harold Castro's home run in the top of the ninth, get the job done as plus 180 dogs. And beat the Rays. You gotta love that. They've won four in a row. And after having not much to cheer about other than Miguel Cabrera's 3,000 hit uh, you know, game earlier this season, the Tigers are the hottest team in baseball. So let's start with their game at Bent Rivers right now. You've got the Tigers and Rays going off again at 640 later tonight. And it will be Bresky who kind of was up and down in his last start. He's 0-2, but still not a terrible ERA, 3.86 ERA. And then it's not Rue McClanahan, it's uh, my man Shane McClanahan. Harking <laughs> back to the <laughs> to the Golden Girls. I love when I crack myself up. Uh, he is 2-2 two two, uh, with a 2.52 ERA, a .92 whip, 58 Ks, 10 walks. Just to give you an example, he's pitched almost double the innings that, that Bo has. Just 11 Ks for Bo, 10 walks, 58 Ks for McClanahan, and 10 walks, and it reflects it in the line. The Tigers very unlikely to beat the Rays twice in a row. If you wanted to take the Tigers, Monday night was the time. The Rays at Red Bet Rivers minus 265. Tigers on the comeback plus 225. And the Rays minus one and a half, minus 112. The Tigers plus one and a half, minus 112 on the run line. The total is seven. The over minus 105. And the under, minus 114. So that's where we're at with the Tigers and the Rays coming up later tonight. Let's take a look at the NBA Conference Finals games and the splits so far on those. Of course, we get started later tonight. Boston at Miami. The Miami Heat seemingly still undervalued. Not like forgotten about. They're obviously the number one seed in the East. But, I mean, I picked the Sixers and the Suns. And we'll get to the Suns in a second and all the absurd numbers in the Suns game uh, as they just got their asses kicked and mollywopped and embarrassed by Luka Doncic and the Mavs 
And I got a thought on the Mavs, too, uh, that I want to throw out there in a minute, too. But um, this Miami team, you know, they're not even the favorite of this series. Boston, great game seven against Milwaukee. Uh, and they broke the NBA record for most threes. I think it was a 21 in NBA uh, Finals history. And listen, just one of these things where this is going to be a absolutely back and forth series. I probably could, I could see this series going, uh, you know, seven games. And right now at uh, the at Bet Rivers, Miami minus two, minus one twelve for Game One. It's an eight thirty start tonight. Celtics plus two, minus one ten. Miami minus one twenty nine in the money line. The Celtics plus one oh seven, and the total two oh three and a half over minus one thirteen under. Minus 108. And we're going to definitely break this this series down much more coming up in just a little bit. So stay tuned for that. Both these series, the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Here's the split so far at Bet Rivers, starting with a percentage of money. Heat, 57% of the money on the Heat, 42% on the Celts. As far as the spread is concerned, 66% of the money is on the Miami Heat spread, 33%. Uh, of the money right now on the Celtics plus the two. And as far as the total is concerned, 56% of the money uh, is on the under right now and 43% of the money is on the over. As far as total tickets go, you've got 44% of the money on the, or excuse me, the tickets on the Miami Heat. You've got 50, uh, this is as far as money line goes, 55% of the total tickets on the Boston Celtics money line. So obviously a lot more uh, of the money on the Cel- the Heat money line, but more of the tickets, which obviously means people betting less, and that's kind of how you look for disparities. As we've discussed on the show, there's more percentage of that on the Boston Celtics. That's not, it's pretty normal when it comes to a road team in a, in a very short spread. So nothing really, as far as, uh, you know, nothing crazy that stands out to me there that would make you think that the number's moving the wrong way or there's some funny business going on uh, as far as the public being too far on one side or the other. And then as far as the total tickets on the spread go, 52% of the total tickets on the spread for Miami, 47% of the total money, or the total tickets, excuse me, on the spread for Boston. Uh, As far as the total goes, 42% of the total tickets on the under, and 57% of the total tickets on the over, which of course right now is 203.5. And And to me, uh, you know, that total is basically where it should be. I mean, you're getting to conference finals, then the NBA finals, and yes, there'll be some higher scoring games. Unders have have rued the day, uh, you know, the high percentage of, of unders have cashed so far in the playoffs and you get maximizing possessions and, you know, teams not trying to run and gun as much. Obviously, at times they will, and this is more of a series that you'll probably see a lot more, you know, half-court offense uh, type of stuff. So that spread is probably where it's going to be much of the series. You might see some games that have it at 206, 207. I don't think we're going to get much lower than 203 in that kind of an area uh, in this series, but that's where we're at as far as the splits go at Bent Rivers. Now, we've got the Mavs and the Warriors. Wednesday, by the way, uh, it'll be ESPN for the Easter Conference Finals, TNT for the Western Conference Finals. It's been that way. They kind of go back and forth based on the conference and the year. But this year, that's the way it's going to work. So we'll have that game on TNT Wednesday night, 9 o'clock. And I don't think many of you thought the Mavs were going to be there. I thought they had a chance, but I definitely didn't pick them to get to the Conference Finals, that's for sure. Uh, Golden State, a lot of people thought they would be there. And they, of course, are the favorite. Uh, I'll give you the series prices in just a second here. Uh, but right now you've got the Warriors minus five, minus one twelve at Bet Rivers. The Mavericks plus five, minus one oh nine. Money line Golden State minus two hundred. The Mavericks plus one sixty five, and the total two fourteen and a half over minus one ten, under minus one twelve. And that's kind of you know that that that's I think we're going to see 
these games when it comes to games at Golden State. Uh, in Dallas, it'll probably be closer to a pick. Maybe Dallas minus one at, at most. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And then as far as the splits are concerned, right now at Bet Rivers, starting with the percentage of money, 93% of the percentage of money right now in the money line for the Golden State Warriors is 6% on the Mavericks. You've got 11% of the total money on the spread for Golden State and 88% of the total money on the spread for the Mavs. So there you go. There's a major disparity. I mean, you look at the percentage of money on the Warriors' money line and then almost the same amount of money on the Dallas Mavericks plus the points. So that can maybe give you an idea of the value play being the, the Mavs in this particular situation plus the points. But obviously, you got to be careful with what the public does a lot of times. In this scenario, I think the, the Mavs are a solid play. I think it's going to be a close game, number one. As far as the total is concerned, you've got Golden State uh, having 44, or excuse me, 44% of the total money on the under and 55% of the total money on the over. As far as percentage of tickets go, money line first. Golden State has 59% of the total tickets on the Warriors' money line, 40% of the total tickets on the Mavs' money line, 37% of the total tickets on the Warriors' spread, 62% of the total tickets on the Mavericks' spread. And then when it comes to the over and the under, you've got just 28% of the total tickets on the under, 71% of the total tickets on the over. And that's kind of the way I've looked at this game. You know, I think the spread's where it should be, but I do like the value of the Mavs plus the five. And then the total, 214.5, I do believe... I, I mean, the unders, the, or excuse me, the overs, the play here. I think this game's going to be in the 220s. I think you're going to have, obviously, a higher scoring series with the Mavs and the Warriors and the, well, the Celtics and the Heat. And then going back to that Mavericks uh, or the Heat-Celtics uh, game, I mean, I'm going to stay away from game number one. I, I'm not, I think Boston, with the momentum, is, is the value there. And whether you take the plus the two or the plus 107, and I mentioned the, the spread or the total is right where it should be. So to me, that's a stay away game. I'm going to kind of get a feel for what happens in game number one. Use the zigzag theory for game number two, very likely. But I do like the Mavs plus the five and the over. But uh, I'll probably take those separately and parlay them as well uh, at Bet Rivers. So that's where we're at with those games. And then as far as the series goes, and you know, you look when you're when you're looking at an Eastern Conference Finals, a Western Conference Finals, when you're looking at that, you've got to look at just the way that this series is probably going to shape up. And when you're looking at a a futures bet. And and to me, while the Heat are absolutely still being undervalued, it's one of these things where I look at this series and say, okay, I think Boston's probably going to win the series, but Miami's got home court advantage. And I don't think you're going to see a repeat of what happened in game number seven in Phoenix with the Mavericks making them look serious, uh, making them look uh, silly. And I think... In this scenario, you just, you you cannot, I'm not going to make a serious bet myself. But I think that the, the Miami Heat are, are, you know, the team that ha- make the most sense to take in the series. But you look at the lines, I mean, Boston, minus 170 to win the series. Mavs, or the Heat, plus 145. Yes, Boston is the better team right now. But you're getting a team in Miami that's, con- that's continuing to be looked at, you know, overlooked. They've been that way all year long. They're the one seed for a reason. They have the home court advantage of potential game seven. They're starting off with two games at home. To me, it's a play on the heat. I mean, I'm not going to take this series myself, but that is to me, you you talk about value on the show and odds and all that kind of stuff. That is where the the value is for me. 
So I look at the Heat plus the 145 there, and I love it. And then the Mavericks right now, or excuse me, the Golden State Warriors minus 220 uh, as far as the series price goes. And the Mavericks are plus 180. I think, listen, Luka Doncic and the Mavs could definitely win this series, but I think it's like a 70% feeling on the, on the Golden State Warriors, and they're just playing too good of basketball right now. But I can tell you this, if the Mavericks win this Western Conference Finals, you're going you're gonna to see Luka Doncic's first NBA title. And a new error could be ushered in when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks led by one of the great players in the NBA. He's definitely a top five player, some believe top three. I got him in my top five, but boy, has he been unbelievable. And you look at that Phoenix series. And I wanted to give you some crazy numbers in Game 7. One of the most lopsided Game 7s ever. So first, let me start with this. It's the fifth time Chris Paul has lost a series after going up 2-0, which of course includes last year's finals collapse. He's the only player in history of the NBA to have that distinction. He's 0-5 when his teams have gone up 2-0 and lost the series. Just unbelievable. DeAndre Ayton played just 17 minutes, his lowest in the playoffs over 35 career games. How about this? Doncic scored as many points as the Phoenix Suns did in the first half. They both had 27. Nuts. Their 33-point shellacking is now tied for the fifth uh, largest margin of victory ever in a Game 7. That's insane. Doncic is incredible in elimination games, averaging 38 points, 9.3 boards, 8.8 assists in the four must-win matchups throughout his young career. In those games, he scored 38, 46, 33, and 35. So listen, Doncic... Gets an elimination game in the Golden State Warriors series. Uh, take Luka Doncic over points. They won't factor, the odds makers won't factor that in. Take his over points. And also, how about this? Luka, Spencer Dinwiddie, former Piston, and Jalen Brunson nearly outscored the entire Suns team. They combined for 89. Phoenix combined for 90. The plus minus, by the way, was absurd. The Mavs were plus 164. The Suns were minus 180 when it came to, you know, the accumulated plus-minus numbers for the Mavericks and Suns starters. Reggie Bullock was plus 44 for Dallas, former Piston. In 32 minutes, Devin Booker was minus 41 for Phoenix. That is, I mean, you might see guys that are minus 20, minus 17. To have a guy in a Game 7 at home, one of the leaders of his team, minus 41, that is absolute garbanzo beans. All right, let's take a look at the Stanley Cup playoffs. We are now fully into round number two, and we do have a pair of games coming up on Tuesday night. It's Tampa. The only game seven I lost was the freaking Toronto Maple Leafs. I gave you nine straight winners, by the way, on this show last week heading with NBA and NHL action heading into that Boston-Milwaukee game. That was the first game we lost. We did win two more after that, so really 11-12 we hit in the NBA playoffs, and NHL combined, but I was definitely wrong about the Maple Leafs. They've won one series since 2004, and I believe two in like 26 years. It's ridiculous. And I had them in the Stanley Cup Finals against Calgary, so I guess what do I know? But obviously Calgary's got a great chance of getting there. They're one of the five favorites to win the Stanley Cup when the playoffs started. But the Lightning, don't count these guys out. They play an all-Florida series now against the Panthers. I love the Panthers in this series. Uh, Right now, Bet Rivers game number one. 
as the Panthers minus 157. Lightning plus 135 at tonight at 7 o'clock. Panthers minus 1.5 on the money line, plus one fi- or the puck line, excuse me, plus 150. Lightning plus 1.5, minus 180. The total 7. Over minus 1 or plus 104. And the under is minus 124. I, 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 listen, this is a tough game. Because you're getting some good value with Tampa after just beating Toronto in Game 7. But Florida, the best road team in the NHL. I'm going to probably do a combination of Florida and the next game. Uh, the Blues and Avs, which we'll get into in a second here. I'm not going to lay the 1.5 on Florida plus the 150. I'm not going to take the Lightning and lay the one minus 180 on the plus 1.5 on the puck line. And the total's right where it probably should be. I think it's going to be a 6 or 7 goal game, so I'm not going to touch the total. But that's where I'm at. I think Florida wins game one. Maybe Tampa can take game two. But I do like Florida having a little extra rest to win game number one coming up later tonight. But game two, 9-30, Blues, who I gave you as a winner. In the, I haven't missed a playoff series except for Toronto. Uh, you know, going to what I picked before the season, the playoffs started. Uh, but I definitely gave you the Blues over the Wild. And I love the St. Louis team. They definitely could take down Colorado. But they're not going to a game number one. It's the Avs minus 220. Blues plus 185, puck line Colorado, minus 1.5 plus 104, Blues plus 1.5, minus 122. Total is 6.5 over. A lot of money, a lot of action on the over. Minus 130. We haven't seen really a lot of overs or unders with the juice that high one way or the other. We've seen them in the 120s. Rarely in the NHL playoffs so far this year, we've seen a 130. And this could actually go up unless it goes straight to 7. Maybe 7 flat or minus 105 or something like that. Uh, But the over is minus 130. The under is plus 110. But I do like a two-leg parlay with Florida and Colorado in game number one. You take those two teams, the, the two home teams... And 100 bucks will be uh, get you $139. Maybe you want to parlay it uh, with the NBA game. Take Miami or Boston. That would make it a, a much higher payout. But to me, I'm just going to be make it simple. I think both teams get off to a one nothing start in the series. I'm going to take Florida and Colorado in a two-team parlay for a unit play. Maybe even a unit and a half for me on that one. And then we got a pair of game ones coming up Wednesday night. Rangers off that great game seven win at Madison Square Garden against the Penguins. They will face off with Carolina, who had another great performance in a big game when they did a game seven against Boston. Carolina opens up a minus 167 favorite here uh, at Bet Rivers, plus 143 uh, for the Rangers on the comeback. Hurricanes minus one and a half, plus 148. Rangers uh, plus one and a half, uh, minus 177. And the total six over plus 104 under minus 122. And then my Edmonton Oilers, the All-Canadian Series here against the Ken Calgary Flames. I was talking to Kenny Cal about that earlier today, and he loves that I use the Ken Calgary Flames number, and he likes the Flames. He likes my pick of the Flames to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, did before the playoffs started. So uh, you look at the Flames tonight, minus 159, or excuse me, tomorrow night, minus 159, the Oilers plus 138 in the comeback at Bet Rivers. The Flames minus 1.5, plus 140 on the puck line, and the puck line for the Oilers plus 1.5, minus 167 the total. Six over, minus 122 under plus 104. We'll talk much more about these games coming up on the Wild Wednesday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Don't forget the French Open is coming up late, well, late this week, Sunday into Monday, and we'll have a lot of French Open talk on this show. You know I love tennis. Right now at Bet Rivers, you look at uh, the odds, the favorite, Novak Djokovic, of course, is back after uh, that whole, uh, you know, all the issues he had with the COVID vaccination stuff. He's the favorite of plus 170. Carlos Alcaraz, who's kind of the next, uh, you know, no, you're not, you can't say the next Nadal. No one's going to be the next Nadal, but it could be like the next Nadal-like player on clay. He's 2-1, to one, Nadal plus 275. My man Stefano Tsitsipas, who I gave you a couple weeks ago with some tennis picks, is 8-1. to one. 
Uh, Zverev is 15 to 1. And then you got a bunch of guys at 40 to 1. Uh, we'll talk more about that, of course, as I mentioned, leading into the French Open and later this week. As far as the women are concerned, favorite is Iga Swiatek. She is even money, even winning money to win another major. Simona Halep, the second favorite at 7 to 1. Paula Badosa Gilbert is 9 to 1. Uh, Jabor is 11 to 1. Maria Sakara, Sakari, who I love, the Grecian, uh, is 14 to 1. Naomi Osaka, some good value there at 17 to 1. Same with Sabalenka, is also at 17 to 1. And then Raguza, who's obviously a previous uh, French Open winner, she is 20 to 1. Emma Raducanu, the youngster from England, is 25 to 1, along with American Danielle Collins and Yelena Ostapenko. Also, Bianca, Vanessa, and Driscu are all at 25 to 1. And Coco Goff, my girl Coco, she's going to win a major sooner than later. I don't think she's winning the French this year, but she comes in at 31 to 1. So there you go. That is a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. And coming up next, we will break down the Western and Eastern Conference final series. I'll give you my picks, tell you the most valuable players in those series. We get some odds on those as well as far as MVPs in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Uh, we'll get to that coming up straight ahead right here on the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit CityCast brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, call 1 800 270 7117. And welcome back in to the Terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit CityCast. And I want to break down both the Eastern and Western Conference finals and give you my selections on those. And as I mentioned earlier, Celts minus 170 to win the series, Heat plus 145. And listen, it starts and ends with the Butler did it. I mean, Jimmy Butler, of course, has been incredible for Miami. I've mentioned how they've been undervalued, how they've kind of been, and I don't want to say an afterthought, they're the one seed in the East, but, you know, people, I picked the Sixers, a lot of people picked the Boston Celtics, Milwaukee. I mean, the Heat were some people's fourth or fifth selection, and they were the number one seed for a reason, and their efficiency is incredible. We'll go over some of those numbers, and it really starts with what they do on the defensive side. Yeah, Boston is better overall, but the Heat fourth in the NBA in defensive ratings, uh, you know, allowing 108.4 points a game. Offensively, Miami, 113 points a game. That's 12th best in the NBA in Boston, a buck 13.6. That's ninth best in the NBA. And, you know, since 2005, no teams have been in the Eastern Finals more than the Heat and the Celtics. So we know that Jimmy Butler is going to be a key. But to me, when you look at the Celtics, we'll get to them in a second here, the Beantown Kids, it's about the role guys for Miami. And when you look at what this team is when they're fully healthy, and obviously, you know, Kyle Lowry being hurt doesn't help. Uh, you know, you've had uh, Struss, you know, a little banged up. He's been a, just a godsend. That's one of the reasons that they're there. He's day-to-day with an injury. P.J. Tucker's day-to-day. Caleb Martin off the bench. So a little banged up with this Heat team. But when you look at Bam Adebayo, when you look at what Tyler Hero can do off the bench, when you look at what Dunkin' Donuts Robinson can do from downtown, that's to me where the Heat can win this series. They have to, uh, Butler's got to get his. I mean, Jimmy Butler, one of the better players in the NBA, and he comes in averaging almost 22 a game, almost six boards, almost six dimes. One of the more efficient players for those levels 
in the National Basketball Association. But you've got to get good three-point shooting and, of course, good defense. And Struss has got to keep being able to do what he's done. I mean, you look at what Struss has done. This guy, you know, in his second year on a DePaul, uh, undrafted. He's just been incredible. When you look at his last 10 games, he's averaging 11 points, almost two assists, almost three rebounds. You know, he's been incredible at the free throw line. He's been a very good field goal percentage shooter. Uh, was gr- I mean, he averaged 20 points for Boston in his last couple of games in the playoffs. Uh, or I'm sorry, he, he, he averaged almost uh, 17 points in the last couple of games of this the first round series. But against Boston this year, he's averaged 20 points. Uh, he's averaged almost two uh, steals, or assists, excuse me, and five rebounds. So it's it's a guy like that that's going to have to step up. I mentioned Tyler Hero, talking, you know, Donuts, Robinson off the bench, former Michigan Wolverine. That's where we're at when it comes to Miami. And, and when you saw what they were able to do in their series against the Sixers, and the Sixers, you know, they blew it in many ways, and having it beat out didn't help them. But Philadelphia played some really bad basketball towards the end of that series when they could have been, you know, the team that was facing the Boston Celtics. That's why I picked Philadelphia. And Embiid, obviously, it really hurt them with him going down. It's because the Heat were so balanced. Now, Boston, they can get you in so many different ways. And we all know it begins and ends with Jason Tatum. I mean, obviously, they ended up losing that game to Milwaukee, game six, when the Bucs kind of just came back and were able to, you know, get the job done. But boy, Jason Tatum was on fire and could not, at one point, when he scored 11 straight points, he's averaging almost 27, eight boards, and almost five assists per game. He has been incredible. But when you look at the, the rest of the Celtics, to me, their role guys and their supporting cast are just overall better than Miami's. Whether it's Jalen Brown who can, you know, score 20 and 30 a game. Al Horford's been incredible. Williams the third. Marcus Smart. I know he's a little banged up, but he should be able to give it a go in the game, uh, you know, game one tonight. Derek White off the bench. You know, Grant Williams. This is a really, really deep and just well-rounded team. So that's why they're the favorite, even though they don't have home court advantage. But to me, I think the Celtics are going to win this series. It's probably going to be a six or seven game series. I, I will pick Boston to win this series in seven. But as far as the betting goes, I told you I'm not going to bet this, but there is no way I am laying 160, 170, 175 on Boston to win this series. The value is in the heat. And while I'm picking Boston, I'm telling you, if you're going to bet this series, and maybe you agree with some of my assessment here, but you you disagree with me that Boston's going to win, the heat are definitely the valuable play in the, in the series pricing. Uh, you cannot lay 170 on Boston with a team against my in Miami that is continue like I mentioned undervalued, undervalued. Also, all you know, afterthought to me, the Heat it's it's like a 60-40. Some people probably think it's more like a 70-30, 75-25 percent chance that they have of winning. To me, it's like a 60-40. And getting the Heat at plus 145, that's definitely the value there. But I will pick the Celtics to win this series. Uh, in seven games, and it should be a great one. As far as the Western Conference Finals are concerned, as far as the odds in that one, there's no secret the Warriors are going to be a big favorite. They should be. They have home court advantage, and they've played overall better, much better for the majority of the season than Dallas has. And obviously, Dallas played incredible in game number seven. We went over some of those numbers a little while ago. Uh, The Warriors minus 220 in the series pricing and plus 180 for the Mavericks. And listen, you can never count down, you know, out or down Luka Doncic. He has just become one of the great players in recent NBA history. And 
what he was able to do in Game 7, outscoring the Suns team in the first half. Well, actually, they, they both scored 27, so did outscore him, but he scored as many points as the entire Suns team did. And what he was able to do, you know, in the first round of the playoffs where there were people that thought that Utah was going to beat Dallas in five games. And I gave you the, the Jazz one time when they won, but I gave you Dallas three times. And not only did they cover uh, one of them, they, they covered and won outright another two of those games. So I definitely respect it a bit on the Mavs kind of rising to the occasion throughout the last, you know, month or so in the playoffs. Taking a look at some of the numbers here, offensively rating-wise, the Warriors 112.1 points. Again, they're 16th best in the NBA. Dallas 112.5. They're 14th best in the NBA defensively. This is where it could be a massive key. Golden State, second best defensive team by numbers, rating-wise, in the NBA, allowing 106.6 points a game. Dallas is seventh, allowing 109.1 points a game. The Warriors just find a way to smother you in late-game situations. They've got the players that can do that, and we've seen them do this throughout the season and throughout the playoffs. I mean, whether it's Draymond Green getting in your craw, whether it's Wiggins, uh, whether it's Looney, whether it's Jordan Poole, obviously that maybe not as much defensively, but Jordan Poole has been able to you know set screens and obviously hit a ton of threes. This Warriors team is absolutely loaded. And while I would love to tell you that there's value in taking the Mavs plus the 180 or so, I, the Warriors are going to win this series probably in six games. But I will tell you, like I said earlier, if the Mavs somehow find a way to win this series, they're going to win the NBA title. And that will usher in the, I mean, this is the Luka Doncic era. I mean, he's he's one of the top three or five players in the NBA. But if they win the title this year, unexpectedly, you know, as a lower seed and, and upsetting, uh, you know, three teams on their way there, this will be the era of Luka Doncic. So watch out for that. But to me, the Warriors will have too much. Like the Mavs are going to definitely be able to win a game or two at home. And they'll probably be able to cover, I would think, the majority of the games this series, at least when they're an underdog. So I'll be definitely taking them plus the five or six or seven based on what those those uh, spreads are. And I like them, as I mentioned, in game number one. But, you know, whether it's, you know, what Steph Curry we know can do with Clay Thompson, who's had his moments of kind of weakness and looking a little off at times, you know, towards the end of the regular season and at times in the playoffs. But he's still such a great player. I mean, remember the guy who didn't play for almost two years, so you got to give him a break. But Jordan Poole's been a revelation, the former Michigan Wolverine. By the way, how many former Pistons and Michigan Wolverines, and obviously Draymond Green, former Spartan, have been so good in the postseason? It has been just crazy. So, and Devin Booker could have been a Piston, but obviously he was terrible in Game 7. Uh, it's just nuts to see all these players, you know, the Spencer Didwitties, and even earlier in the year, Andre Drummond, you know, had his moments. And just all these former Pistons that have played, Reggie Bullock, have played so well and are such keys to the, you know, their their team's success. But to me, the Warriors are just too good of a team. Uh, Lane 220 is a lot. Uh, I, I just, I mean, I, the Warriors, are, they're going to win this series. But I can't tell you to lay the, the, the 220. Maybe if, if this series is tied at one, going back to Dallas, and you can get the Warriors minus like 160 or so, that's when I would do it. But right now, I'm not going to lay 220 because Dallas is definitely in the East, the Western Conference Finals for a reason. I don't think they have enough to win this series. But with Luka Doncic, what he's been able to do, you never know. But I will pick the Golden State Warriors to win this series in six. I have Boston to win uh, the series in seven against the Miami Heat. And we should have a hell of a... NBA Finals, Boston and the Warriors. What a series that would be. Jason Tatum versus Steph Curry and Clay Thompson versus Jalen Brown. It would be a ton of fun to watch that and see my man Jordan Poole on the NBA Finals stage for the first time as well. Uh, and also, as I mentioned, at Bet Rivers, 
you can bet on the MVP in each of the conference finals. Here are your current odds, starting with the Eastern Conference Finals MVP, Jason Tatum, no surprise, the favorite, minus 112. Jimmy Butler, 2-1. Bam Adebayo, 10-1, along with Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart, 20-1. Al Horford, 25-1. And then Tyler Hero and Grant Williams are both 40-1. In the Western Conference Final MVP odds race, the favorite, no surprise, Steph Curry, also minus 112. Uh... Much like Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, 2-1. I'll tell you this, the Mavs with this series, he's, I could not imagine him not being the MVP. Draymond Green, 12-1 along with Jordan Poole. You know, Jordan Poole is a value play for me because while Steph Curry obviously is the favorite for a reason, Jordan Poole is going to be a big part of the series, I think, regardless whether the Warriors win or not. And he definitely would have a great chance of being the MVP if he bangs a lot of threes. And it's such a factor as he's been throughout the playoffs so far. 12-1, good value for me there. Clay Thompson, 14-1. Jalen Brunson, you want to talk about long shot with value. 40-1 to for Brunson. If the Mavs win it, you would think Luka would probably, no matter what, be the MVP. But Brunson, 40-1. to You never know. Maybe it's a couple big games, a couple big shots. Then win some games on the road against the Warriors. 40-1, to good value there. Uh, if you want to take a little sprinkle on Brunson. Jonathan Kumonga is 80-1. to And then Spencer Dinwiddie, former Piston, is a hundred to one. There you go. There's your breakdown of the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. We'll be talking much more about these series throughout. And don't forget, rest of the week we got PGA Championship uh, stuff to get in preview on Wednesday. We're going to talk the Preakness. We got Tigers baseball, the hottest team in, in Major League Baseball right now. Uh, so even though the, you know things are slowing down a little bit with there being less games and less series, and eventually just baseball and golf and some other stuff until we get to football. There's always a lot of things to discuss on this show, and that's why I love doing it for all you fine citizens out there. We will see you tomorrow. Until then, keep reaching for the stars, believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, on this fine, terrific Tuesday. Out!